the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom, and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I am the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Lakeland, Tampa, and Brandon. Conexion is our Spanish-speaking congregation, and we also recently started a service in St. Pete, which currently meets once per month. It is an honor to speak to the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Christian Talk. Let's get together and pray this beautiful day as we are starting the new year together. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we're dedicated to you. Lord, as we begin this new year, uh, let it be with you. Let our hearts be with you, Lord. Let our mouth and our thoughts be of you, Lord. Let us be consumed by your presence in our lives. And Lord, I pray that this radio broadcast would be an example of one who believes that everybody who is listening this morning and as we continue, that you will know that God is speaking through his word, and we are receiving from him this day. So, Lord, we bless you, we thank you, and we give you all the glory. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, hopefully you had a great new year. And so, (laughs) what do you do after the new year begins? You make resolutions, right? New Year resolutions. So I thought I'd share my New Year resolution with you. Um, Last week we talked about biblical values, and so this is a good thing to follow. Um, And also, uh, very briefly, I'm going to refer to the parashah again. Do you remember what that means? Well, stay tuned. Okay. Uh, Let me just mention that... um, Consider giving a New Year's pledge or gift, which will help us stay on the radio. Uh, As I always mention, you can call our office at 813-831-5673 or hit the donate button on our website, heartofmessiah.org. If you would like to ask a question or suggest a topic for me to speak on, or uh, feel free to email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. And finally, this is the last week I'm going to be able to offer the Messianic Jewish Family Bible, which is using a new translation called the TLV, which is the Tree of Life translation. 
It's a great translation. It was done a few years ago by Messianic and Christian scholars who came together. It has the accuracy of the New King James and the New American Standard and the readability of the NIV, which means it's uh, great for all readers. And that's why it's called the Family Bible, because whether you are an, an, an adult, an intellectual, or you are a young child, um, this is really uh, great for both of you. Um, and we, our hope is that you'd sit around the table, everybody having their Bible, and say, you know, turn to page 233 and we'll uh, read together, yes? Okay, and it's beautifully bound. In fact, there are interesting and unique messianic helps and inspiring pictures, uh, many pictures in this Bible. So uh, it retails for $70, but for our listeners, if you send a love gift of $35 or more, we'll send this out to you. So this is the last week we can make this offer. If you'd like to uh, receive it, just again, call our office or email. Now, last week, uh, we talked about biblical values, and we talked about defining what knowledge is, and knowledge is how much you know the facts, the information. Wisdom is how well you use the knowledge you have, and I mentioned last week that there were two types of wisdom. There's worldly wisdom, and there's godly wisdom. And when we talked about values, it's something of worth. It's a person's principle or standard of behavior that is important to them. So uh, out of these things, out of our values, uh, where and if we get our wisdom uh, from Scripture, uh, we apply this to our lives. And so uh, the Bible is true. It doesn't change. and And so we have to work on how we interpret it so that our values are biblical values. From your values, you make choices, and the result is your behavior. And when you look at yourself and really examine yourself, do you really examine yourself, by the way? Yeah? You see a behavior that either you don't like, that you want to get rid of, or a behavior you do like and you want to see more of it, Uh, from these desires, you get a New Year's resolution. That's where it's born, right? (laughs) Okay. So simply stated, my New Year's resolution is to have greater trust in God. Now you say, really? And I say, yeah, really, absolutely. In this week's parasha, which, as I mentioned, is the weekly Torah portion read in every synagogue around the world. The portion, by the way, is called Vayechi, which means, and he lived. At the end of this portion of of the reading, Genesis, in chapter uh, 50, Jacob, uh, it's it's about Jacob, and he dies, and, and Joseph's brothers were scared that Joseph now might want revenge for what they did to him. And Joseph says this famous line in verse 20, Yes, you yourselves planned evil against me. God planned it for good in order to bring about what it is this day 
to preserve the lives of many people. So this is not an example of trusting God because it's after the fact. You know, Joseph looked at the facts, made a wise assessment. And so he certainly used wisdom and he has great values here. And so Joseph, even after being thrown in the pit, being sold as a slave, being thrown into jail at that time, before his success with Pharaoh, could have said, all this evil has come against me, but now we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to the purpose. But that's not what happened. He said all of this after the good came. Trusting in God is saying Romans 8.28 before the good happens. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? If Joseph uh, said these words in prison, where he said, well, God's planned this for good, and uh, so I'm not even counting this as evil, and God will work it all out, that's trusting in God. You understand what I'm saying? Hopefully. So what does it mean to trust God? What does it mean to trust? Why is trusting God greater my New Year's resolution? Well, let's look at this. First, we have to start with defining faith before we get to the trust. And we see in Hebrews 11.1, 1, we have hope through the evidence that is not seen. And so if you combine that with Hebrews 11.6, that now without faith it is impossible to please God, for the one who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So God is a rewarder of those who seek him, and so if I'm seeking him, sometimes I don't feel rewarded because things aren't going my way. But we're going to talk more about trust in a second. Look, Faith is made up of three things. I believe it is made up of knowledge, of believing, and of trust. So, first of all, knowledge is the first step. Faith is based, despite what you might think, faith is based on something that you have either heard or you've read. That is called knowledge. Either someone told you the story of Yeshua or you read about it. Now, believing is the action to intellectually assess what you have read about, or what you hold is true. So you believe the Bible is true. You believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. You believe that Yeshua died for our sins. You believe that Yeshua came so we could have life abundantly, John 10.10. 10. These are truths that you believe based on the knowledge that you have received. However, trusting is number three in faith, and it is the application of belief with confidence and assurance and correct expectation. So in other words, trust is the part that is not based on what you're seeing. Trust is based on your belief, and now you've go, you're taking it a step further. Most listening to this broadcast trust God concerning their salvation, 
We trust that through our faith in Yeshua, God cleanses us of our sins and assures us that we will live with him forever. We see that in the Gospels. We see that in Ephesians 2.8. So where do I and many believers, and I'm, I would even say most believers, fall short in the area of trusting God? Well, let's look at it a little further. Trusting in God means that you make God number one. You believe that he will make everything good, even in circumstances that you're in that you don't like. That doesn't mean you check out of this world and say everything's up to God, so no, 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 no. God uses people to accomplish his desire. We need to listen for his voice, develop our values from his word, act according to his desires. And trust means to not be invested in our actions because he owns it all. Let me me try this again. Trust means to not be invested in what we are doing because he owns it all. Well, let me try and explain this a little further. I see two areas of trust. One I'm pretty good at, and another one is the one I want to work on. So the part of trust that I'm good at is the action. When you trust, you act on the information you've been given, right? Yeah. But the area that I'm struggling with is how you behave if you trust that God owns it all and that you are not the investor. He is. Look, if you are not the investor, if he is the investor, then you cannot lose. Is that correct? You can only lose if you, you lose if you invest something. So what? how do you win then? Your winning, listen, is based on serving God. If you serve God well in all the intentions that he requires of you to serve God, then you win. Remember, he is the investor. You cannot lose an investment that you have not made. Okay? So if you trust God, you will not get, let's, frustrated. Because it's all his, and you are only serving. You wouldn't get jealous, because he gives to whom he chooses, knowing our needs, and we are only serving him, and it's his to give as he wishes. Our fear would be lessened dramatically, because fear generally comes from loss. And since it is all his, even my life, I have nothing to lose because it is not my life. I'm only serving. Are you getting this principle and why it's so hard? How about impatience? (laughs) This happens to me so often when I'm talking to people. The time schedule for everything from a conversation to a project is all his. He owns the time. He owns it all. I am just serving. Okay, you can see why I need to trust God more, right? (laughs) How about anger? 
often comes from our expectations not being met. However, if it is his project, and if it's his conversation, and if he really owns it all, then there is no reason for anger because it is all his, and all I am doing is serving. This is true about sadness, shame, grief, guilt, depression, envy, and doubt, especially doubt. If it's all his, why should I doubt? Now, do you understand why I need to trust God more? The positive side about trusting God more is it frees me up to be who God wants me to be. When I trust God, I will look more like Galatians 5. Verse 22, you know it. It says, But the fruit of the Ruach, or the fruit of the Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So if we live by the Ruach or the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Ruach. Trusting God is allowing my flesh, my passions, and my desires to be crucified so that what remains in me is God's Spirit. Does that make sense? So, when we look at Galatians 5, you could say, as an example, that if you're like me, that you desire to have more patience, and that would be your New Year's resolution. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, if I trusted God more, I would have more patience. Does that make sense? If I trusted God more, I would have more self-control. If I trusted God more, I would have more joy and more peace. What I'm bringing to you this morning is that our faith and how well we live it is based on our trust in God. And the more we trust in God, the more godly attributes will automatically be part of our lives. And then people will be able to recognize us as believers because they will see that we are not invested in the things of this world or even in the people of this world, but we are invested in God's purposes as a servant. And so our relationships with people and our relationships with things only should be through our trusting in God. Now, I believe that's an incredibly strong challenge. I own nothing. It is all his. Do I really believe that? Probably not. 
but I'm working towards it. (laughs) I know that's what Scripture says. I know, even in my prayer life, God wants me to pray, but he also wants me to know that it's all his. And good will come about as I trust in him. So my only anxiousness is whether I am serving God in my actions, in my relationships with people, in my usage of time, in my relationship with God. That is my anxiousness. Am I serving God the way God wants me to serve him? Let me close with Philippians 2, which I I believe summarizes this. I'll try and read it slowly for you to get the full impact of these words. And think of this all as trusting in God. In verse 1, Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Messiah, if there is any comfort of love, if there is any fellowship of the Ruach, or the Spirit, if there is any mercy and compassion, then make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love, united in spirit with one purpose. Do nothing out of selfishness or conceit, but with humility consider others as more important than yourselves, looking out not only for your own interests but also for the interests of others, have this attitude in yourselves, which, was, which also was in Messiah Yeshua, who, though existing in the form of God, did not consider being equal to God a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, Becoming the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Yeshua, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue prospect profess that Yeshua the Messiah is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my loved ones, just as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now even more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For the one working in you is God, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you might be blameless and innocent children of God in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Among them you shine as lights in the world, the same way you also rejoice and share your joy with me. Join me. You might have lots of goals or things you want to do. You might want to lose weight. You want to maybe get rich. But none of these will be as important as trusting in God. Will you make that resolution with me today? We're out of time. I believe you've heard uh, my heart as well as the heart of Messiah today. If you were touched and agree, consider a New Year's pledge or gift. Call at 813-831-5673 or hit the donate button 
on our website, heartofmessiah.org. If you want to ask me a question, suggest a topic, talk about Scripture, email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Finally, if you want this Messianic Jewish Family Bible, I've been talking about if you would give $35 or more, we will send it to you, and I pray that it'll be a tremendous blessing for you. This is the last week we can make this offer. So call us at 813-831-5673. May you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.